something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't verify a vagina. <laughs> Can we talk about TV shows? Have you been watching anything, Carolina, recently? Cheer on Netflix. That shit is so good. It's good? I it saw it. It's so good. Really? You watched the whole thing? No, no, no. I watched. I didn't watch it. I saw it on Netflix. Like oh, the, on the thing. On the thing. I yeah. watched Aaron Hernandez. Oh, I, will, I wanted to watch that. I wasn't mentally prepared to watch it, though. Let's, like I needed to be in that right frame of mind. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. How many episodes? Let's talk about it? shows. It's only three. Only three episodes? Oh, for real? I thought it was gonna be like yeah, a whole nah, a six to ten. Is it? Mm-hmm. I heard it was because they said um, they said it was because he was gay because of a sexual orientation or that he was bisexual. That's part of the reason why he killed himself. Can we talk about it? Aren't we talking about? Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Oh, okay, good. Okay, hi. Well, welcome. Well, welcome to Life in Spanglish. Oh, okay, sure. We were just behind the scenes talking about um, TV shows. Yes. And me and Carolina um, were talking about what we've been watching on Netflix. Well, now look at the difference between Honey and I. Honey is watching the Aaron Hernandez. You know, what is it? It's about cheerleaders. It's all about competitive cheerleading. Which, when I was in high school, I was a competitive cheerleader, and so it kind of know about this. I didn't know about this. You didn't know that? No. Oh yeah, girl. Yeah. Yes, that's why I got them bad knees. I got a bad back. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that's how you got them good legs no. and that flat stomach. No, I um I used to be a cheerleader when I was in high school, but oh, like nice. we... I'm surprised. First of all, hold on. I'm surprised your mom let you do this. Being a Latina mom, my mom would have never with that little skirt and that oh, crop that was top. My time to my, shine, my mom would have been like, "Tú lo que quieres estar de puta oh, con yeah. esa faldita. Tú no vas a ningún chileering." No, I know, right? No, my mom was down. Like she was because I think that my mom was looking for something to like occupy my time. I was just I, had I thought so you much were gonna energy. say Americanize you. No, are you kidding me? Where some I Latino like, parents are like that. They want you to do like American type of sports, like That's to true. feel inclusive, like yeah, like okay, tennis, like tennis. You know, I got or in golf. trouble for saying something like that. What did you say? I said, okay, I forget where I was. Where I said it's like a white man's sport mm-hmm. because, in truth, if you played golf. Most country clubs would not allow people of color, and this is, you know, look back into the history. Or of we many... didn't have the money to pay those fees, those well, membership well, fees. Yeah, but then also a lot of the clubs were very restrictive against people of color. So and you, women. 
and women. So you wouldn't get the opportunity to play. And, and somebody said, well, that is a racist statement. And I said, that's not it's me facts. being racist. That's like the truth, you know? And a lot of people, like like you mentioned, like Venus and Serena Williams, their father used to take them to the public court in Compton. And he was their coach because he didn't, they couldn't afford to get these like high-end coach. coaches, yeah. you know? So there's nothing racist about that. Nah. But yeah, so I was a cheerleader and uh, I loved it. And you were watching Cheer? I was watching Cheer. I cried my eyes out at the end. I'm not going to tell you how it ends. It is so How many good. parts is it? Because I really can't commit um, to too many parts. I got to be honest. I think it might be eight episodes or something like that. Did you binge watch it? Yeah, I did. I don't Over know. like three days. All of a sudden, I want to binge watch everything. I can't see myself waiting a whole week anymore no. to like watch something. So what are you into? So how was the Aaron Hernandez document? The uh, Aaron yeah. Hernandez doc, I feel like it was a waste of time. I feel really? like I knew everything that they that they said. Okay. I feel like Lifetime or somebody had already done this. Yeah, I watched the one on Lifetime. The only difference here was that we got to hear like his j- jailhouse calls. Mm. And it's so crazy because, you know, his relationship with his mom was disgusting. Really? Yeah. Like, she, did he not treat her well? Or what no, was it well, like? Well, you know, his mom ended up doing like something super shysty when his dad died. Okay. And like stealing Aaron's cousin's husband and moving moving him into the house. Yeah. What? But you know what's crazy? That bonded Aaron and his cousin to the point that they put her on the stand and she was like in treatment for cancer. And she was like, "Send me to jail. I'm not testifying against Aaron." I put a meme wow. in my I put a meme in my story. I was like, "If you don't have this level of like loyalty, I don't want it." Because she real? was like, "No hair, scarf on her head, in the middle of chemo." Wait, this is his mother. This is his cousin. Or his cousin. Okay. His mother was trash. Oh man. Yeah, they had a awful. really, really bad um, relationship. So that that kind of like I learned a little bit more about mm. Aaron, his upbringing. But as I was showed, not so much. But you know what I did love, Carolina? What? Don't fuck with cats. Why? Oh no! Oh my gosh! Did you Wait. watch it? No, I saw somebody talking Elvis? about this again. I don't know if I can watch something like this. Like I'm an empath, okay? So when you're an empath, you like you obviously you feel what other people are feeling, okay? Okay. So when I watch things like that, it stays with me, even if you don't know the people or even they're if not I don't like in the, real life. Girl, you know what? That is one of the things, and I, I I will bring it back to Netflix in a second. But like when I worked in TV news, right? Mm-hmm. I did a lifestyle show on television for two years, right? We would wake up in the morning, and every day it was like murder, rape, this, all you know, just horrible things. And I would wake up in the morning, I would be like, damn, like what is it going to be today? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard for me to watch things like that and let it go especially babies animals you know what i'm saying yeah, I, know so, what but you're saying. I heard it's like a really intriguing it is and it, it it's story it's crazy because it, it goes to show you how a bunch of people can come together and like create a whole investigation i'm talking like regular people i'm telling you online anymore you will you will get caught did you watch you no, is that the one where the guy's a stalker? Yes. Oh my god. You gosh. is amazing too. I Carolina, see, I've had time. Listen. I have not had any time. <laughs> I'm telling you. What did I watch? I'm trying to think of what I've been watching. No, I mean honestly, Cheer is the only thing that I watched recently on television. I don't get time. I really don't have time to watch TV. Okay, the, I'm, I'm gonna suggest some stuff. Well, you have two I did little read ones. A book. It's called Ronan Farrow, the son of Mia Farrow and okay. Woody Allen. Uh-huh. He is a journalist. And he talks all about how he uncovered the whole Weinstein scandal. Is this... 
fiction or truth? This is truth, girl. Interesting. And how he uncovered the Matt Lauer scandal over at NBC and how he had people trailing him, how dirty this operation was. I can imagine. This book was so intriguing and it was so written so well. And uh, I highly recommend it. Ronan Farrow, Catch and Kill. So that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to read more books like because okay. I just feel like I've lost that. I've lost that too. I was going to put the other day like, can somebody recommend a good book? And then I felt like, People are going to be like, I look to you for my recommendations. That's now you're okay. asking us for but wait, a wait, why can't we ask questions? Like, don't you think that that's something that it's like a... Um it's like a hazard of the industry. You have to be all-knowing. You have to be the person that's always popping. Yeah. Like, I have no shame in saying that's that I don't watch a lot of things. where I live in right now. It's like, I feel like I have to suggest everything to everyone. Right, right. But maybe I'll read this book. I definitely want to read this book, especially considering that they announced um, the whole Surviving Jeff Epstein um, documentary on Lifetime. That is going to be crazy. That's so. going to be good. And I feel kind of like a little bit justified and vindicated because everybody kept complaining you know they do these bill cosby specials they do mm -hmm. these uh r kelly specials yeah, I saw but r when kelly. it comes to like prominent white men nobody wants to dig up their dirt and put it on tv and, and here we are a lifetime hurt us and yeah us. it's gonna be so good and i mean so good meaning done very well it's not I think be so good too. because of the story because it's just Obviously, horrific yeah, yeah. but like i think they're gonna do a great job with I it i hope so because they don't do a good job with the biopics Oh no, those are trash. I'm sorry. Lifetime, I love you, but no, that's not <laughs> you're not that's not your forte. This, the surviving series, are really incredible. I think that's gonna be good. Yeah. I saw Bad Boys for Life um last night. Was it good? It was good, but I left feeling a certain type of way. It was just like, okay. Kate del Castillo was there. She was like a drug lord woman. Oh my gosh. And so for those of you who are listening that don't know who Kate del Castillo is, she is like the most well-known novella actress like ever for, in I life. Mean, decades. I remember growing up and watching my mom watch her. She's amazing. And then she went up to El Chapo for that interview with Sean Penn. Oh, girl. Remember that? It. I know. I'm surprised she's still around. I know. We, by the way, she's looking very young. You think so? I think so. I mean, just think about how long she's been around. If well, I remember she has. watching her I was a novellas, child and I used to watch her as an adult. Yeah. So. How old is this chick? Maybe she started when she was like younger. Let's Google it. Yeah, probably. Let's Google it. Um, but I watched, and I was just a little bit like, okay, the movie was good. But again, here we are, portrayed as drug lords and criminals. Mm -hmm. Big shout out Nikki Jam. He had a huge role in Nikki the movie. Nikki Jam was in it. Yeah, Nikki Jam was one of the main characters. He was like in eighty percent of the movie. But of course, he was a, a, a criminal, and he was. I was like, oh my god! It's like what I want I us you? to get roles. I want us to be part of of like mainstream American movies. But it's like. Are you still going to make us the maid, They're the not criminal, here for it. They're the not drug here lord? For it. No, you know what it is? I feel like there are... She's 47, just so you she's know. 47. Yeah, See? She's 47. Yeah, she's 47, That is a wonderful career path. I mean, seriously, if you think about it, she started in novellas when she was probably in her teens. Probably 17. Which is when I remember seeing her to Wasn't now. Wasn't she in Queen of the South? I yes. So. I feel like she was, yeah. yeah. She's dope. I, I really like her. But again, it's like, so I'm... I, I'm giving myself a task of coming up with uh, like new shows and new movies that okay. are upcoming yeah. that are going to depict us in in a better light because right. I'm tired of it. I saw something where Rosario Dawson is coming out. Oh, I think I saw that too. Um, it might be on one of the. Is it on one of the networks? I think. I think so. she's like a PI or a detective or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. So I was like, maybe I'll put a little list together and and I'll share it on my on my story. I saw that they're remixing. Um, what is it? Party of Five. Oh, and they're doing it with a Latino family. They're doing it with a Latino yes. family that the parents were actually deported. Mm -hmm. And then something with a presidential candidate. That's I believe the, that's, that's the on Freeform. One. I think yeah. that's going to be on Freeform. So I'm going to put it's those gonna together and I'm going to share it in my story. 
you know, some Latino uh, shows that we can watch and depict us in a positive light. Cause, I mean, I'm waiting. Because while I liked the movie, I was kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Gabe, you have any Latino shows that we should be watching? No, but I have this comment. There's this, um, I forgot what the name of the show is. It's about this, like, a uh, Caribbean woman who is a witch. Okay. And she fought, and it was Here a Netflix go. show. No, 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 but listen. That's the point I'm trying to get at. And then she falls in love with like this uh this white European guy, and the whole thing is like she's in the present day. Past. Oh. And people were mad about the show because it, she was like um she I think she was depicted as like a slave in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So they were mad because it was like the white European. And then, and then she's also a witch, and yeah. the Netflix show just like I watched one episode with my girlfriend, and like we couldn't even sit halfway through the show we're like this show's trash and we turned well, it off do you know what though i think we have to put the onus on us we need more writers we do we need more representation out in hollywood was it called siempre bruja it might it's on netflix yeah, it's on netflix yeah I, then you know what i'm gonna give myself a homework hmm. assignment i'm gonna watch it oh she does Gabe. look like a bruja that's scary this was it yeah that show trash <laughs> is it really <laughs> yeah it's really bad i tried to watch a show it was called los spookies on hbo latino and i, I was like watch that it was like a paranormal Latino thing, but then I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, see, I don't know. I can't shake that. I, I, Wait, I Carolina, me and you are going to put top five sh- Latino-centric shows Okay, to I'm going to have to do my homework. I really am, and I think it's going to be a very difficult task for us because I think that there are so few shows out there that are targeted toward uh, you know our generation, the people who grew up here in the States but still have the culture and the influence from our parents. And like I said, I think that we need more screenwriters. We need more you know, people in the background, producers, but they're not getting the opportunities to come up. A big shout out Lin Manuel Miranda though. He is going to give us in the heights. Yes. I love it. The, the, um the guy that did uh what was that? Rich Asians? I oh, Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians. Asians. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's working with him on it. So I don't know how I feel about that part, but I saw everyone who was casted, and, and it looks like it's going to be good. Okay. Those of you guys who are listening to us in other parts of the country, thank you. We appreciate it. But the, did you see the Brooklyn uh, Borough President Eric Adams telling people to get out of New York? That he, um, that people from Iowa and Ohio get out of our city. You're not a real New Yorker. And talking about how, you know, you go to Washington Heights and before you used to have working class people. Now you have Starbucks. There's a lot of opinions about this. Well, in his, in his defense, he was kind of like talking (laughs) about the gentrification being the culprit of our higher rents here in New York. Yeah. Born and raised in New York myself. I do have feelings about, you know, gentrification and outsiders taking over our neighborhoods because then we lose our culture. We lose our stores. We Mm -hmm. lose, you know, even ourselves. We are no longer being able to afford to live in the neighborhoods we were born and raised in Mm -hmm. because people come in and it's like where we were paying eight hundred dollars. Now, somebody that's rich and came here from like Montana and mom and dad are paying the rent from over there. We'll pay twenty five hundred dollars for our apartment. So what does our landlord do? Say they never got our lease, get us out, and rent it to someone with much more money. So I don't want people to leave, but I do have a problem with what's happening in our city with gentrification, period. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are your thoughts? Uh, well, I lived in Brooklyn. I lived in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Williamsburg, um, I would like to say, while there were still a lot of um, different you know, long-term families there, meaning mm-hmm. um, the people who lived next door to us, they were a Polish family. Okay. The people on the other side, they were an Italian family. And they had their brownstone for years, you know? And we were just renting because we didn't know whether or not we wanted to live there. And, like, you know, we were trying to find where we were going to settle in. Um, I do think there's something to be said about pushing people out, which I don't agree with. But... I also think that there is a there there's like a mentality where 
if you get things like a Starbucks or you get chain things, then that means that you're bringing the neighborhood down when really people are trying to bring the neighborhood up. But when you do that, you're also excluding a lot of the people who lived there before because they say if you want to buy a home, you go to the place where there's Starbucks or because that means that people are investing money in that neighborhood. But I just think his approach was really just crass and I didn't appreciate it because as a person who I do consider myself a New Yorker now, I'm originally born and raised in Ohio, but you know what? I love this place. Like I said, it's given me my the love of my life. I raised my children here. But um, I do think that New York is truly the melting pot of this country. You know, it is. But I feel like back in the days, it was like we were coming from different countries and we were all, you know, melting together, putting our neighborhoods together. Yeah. And, you know, being a community. Well, it's like you could find like one little, uh, you know, you could find one area that was like mostly Italian or you could find another area. Chinatown, you know, but it's crazy because like sometimes I go uptown and I have like transplants as you might call them looking mm-hmm. at me like why are you here i'm like i was fucking born on this right. block like how dare you even look at me like i'm out of place right like i had a fight with some guy like he was like you can't park here i'm like who the fuck are you you're not nypd yeah and he's just like well i live here i said well i was born here how about that yeah why, why don't you you know you would have never walked these blocks in the 80s and the 90s ever in your life but now you're here you know with your with your scarf and in your starbucks <laughs> and, and you're telling me where I can park? Nah, I don't think so. It, people are very passionate about it, you know, and that's we what they're saying. It's like the 2021 mayoral race is really going to depend on a lot of this because you see it. Like, uh, for example, we were just driving through and um, on our way back from the city this weekend, we did something with the boys and we drove through Bushwick. And I said to my husband, I said, I cannot believe Bushwick is changing. Bushwick used to be the hood. The hood. Okay. I got like, lost I only in went Bushwick. to Bushwick to find cuties because let me tell you, <laughs> the finest body was was in Bushwick. I ain't no, even gonna girl. hold you. I when I moved to New Jersey. What about Red Hook? Red Hook. You is couldn't a go to Red Hook. Of, no. Well, so when I moved here, I moved from Miami in 2005. I had a gig in Brooklyn. And they told me what path train to take, what other train to take. Long story short, I ended up in Bushwick. I got out of the train. And you was and like. I swear to you, two cops came up to me and they go, what are you doing here? You're obviously lost. Where do you need to go? <laughs> I'm not even joking. I said to them, I was it's like. true. I, and this was when you had to like print out on MapQuest. Yeah, like, you had a paper. Your directions were Carolina was looking all over the place. I looked like a deer in headlights because I was just like, ah, I don't know. Like, which line do I get on? And these two officers, I remember them just looking at me. They're like, this is not the place where you want to be. You want to get out of here. Now you're driving through Bushwick, and it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is like a whole other land. But then at the same time, it's like, yes, it's beautiful. Yes, we have Ikea. Yes, we have Pier 1. And, mm. and we have vegan spots. But, yes, we are losing our culture. They we have are, Pilates. They have like, everything. You know they did not have Pilates in Hot Bushwick. Yoga. Yeah, but then mom and dad they can't afford to live there anymore yeah where do our parents go no, back to problem. the islands back or to orlando florida like they can't live here anymore right it's true it's no like, it is where do they go so it's like it, it's affecting us in a way that the the people that were born raised here these are our roots we can no longer afford to live here because yeah. people come from other places and don't have a problem with paying two thousand dollars for a studio 
Right. Which we used to pay 500 bucks, you know Correct. what I'm saying? It, it, so it, it's kind of like, that's my main issue, you know, with gentrification, with, with newcomers, with transplants, whatever you want to call them. That they come over here and they fuck shit up for us. Well, you know what they're saying, like with the new construction buildings, that all new construction will be required to have housing that will, um, you know, be able to take care of some. And yeah, I said, you know, you know that, that's, that's been a thing for a while where they have to have like a certain percentage of their units to be low income, low income housing. housing. But right. then you have to make like $25,000 for a family of four to be able to get those apartments. Right. So, and then, you know what's crazy, Carolina? If you get one of those apartments, you can't even come through the front. Well, you Don't have a side door. Don't get me started. You have a side door like you're I a know. whole, like, you know. I know. Like, like you're contagious or something. You can't use a lot of the amenities. You this can't was an use argument the- in Williamsburg because yeah. there were a number of buildings that were popping up on every corner. And then, you know, they were saying how you had to go through a different door. Yeah, you could 100%. not use the Like, garage. you don't have a lot of money. You're lucky you even live here. You go through the back door because the rich people that can afford to live here, they, they don't want to see man. you. They go through the door. Yes, of course. They're, it's like you're an eyesore of a human to them. Yeah. Like, come on. Something needs to be done. I mean, I think something needs to be done. And I think that the, the focus of it really is that I think that the 2021 mayoral race is going to bring a lot of this stuff up. So um, that's what's going on in New York. Now, Ooh. I have a question. I don't want to make a quick left turn, but I do have to ask make you. Make it. Two wheels. Go ahead. Honey, what is wrong with camel toe? I find camel toe offensive. Carolina. Okay, I need to understand this because I you posted a picture just a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Did I have said, camel toe? No. Oh. I, I want to read the caption for Please. you because Please. Honey German on Instagram posted a beautiful picture of herself, by the way, I might say. You were wearing like a, what do, what do you call it? Like a unitard or you were wearing like a bodysuit, yeah. some type of a thing? Okay, all right. Okay. Show me the picture, so, please. So Honey German posts... 2020, we going in ruthless. Yes, Taking we are. no shorts, playing all. zero games. Exactly. Not a line out of line. Good luck with that. Zoom in. And this is my honey. Yeah. And I thought to myself after I read that caption, oh wait, she's talking about camel toe. I hate camel toe, Carolina. But what? But I what? find it offensive. I can't stop staring at camel toe when I see it. And, but, and well, I, I don't even think to look for a camel toe. In are this you picture. kidding me? I looked at you and I thought, damn, she looks so good. Carolina, Not I see camel toe from a mile away. But. I, but what is it about camel toe that is so offensive? Honestly, I feel like when females have camel toe, they do it on purpose. I'm sorry. Like they want to have. You think it's enticing? Yes, I feel like they want men to see like lip one, lip two. Let's get down and dirty. I seriously, I wanted to bring this up to you because we started talking about Netflix and all this other stuff. But I, I like thought to myself, I have never. As a woman, <laughs> lo- I really have not looked at another woman's picture and zoomed in to see if she had camel toe. Sometimes you don't even got to zoom in, honey. That camel toe be staring back at you like, what day is it? Hump day. And then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, there's actual tape for this? There is. There is? Uh, to help uh, so, you? Well, so was, what happens? What do you do? You tape the lips together so they don't part? Apparently, Khloe Kardashian or someone has Well, some I heard her. Of- because that takes me to another subject. Okay. There are some women that say that no matter what they wear they always have camel toe okay i never have camel toe ever like no matter what i She's wear very passionate about i am I knew lucky that this would strike a nerve i find <laughs> it i find it offensive like when i see camel toe i'm like first of all that has got to hurt second of all you cannot have panties on third of all a yeast infection is coming on in three oh two one fourth of all you must not have a man because if i look any type of raunchy my husband be like you're not going with that 
so it's so for me because i really truly don't like i'm not aware of the camel toe like you know carolina issue you must not go to dominican hair salons they be in there with them jeans just up the coochie in the front up the coochie in the back really? like i'm hot and ready this is so is that a, like a sign to let somebody know that you're I like think it ready is. to I, go i think if you look in the mirror and you see like heavy camel toe and you're like okay i am ready to take the day on you out here looking for dick really yes okay so now i have to be aware of my camel toe <laughs> please be very aware of your camel toe especially I, when you're out with your two kids i've never paid attention to camel toe in my life but now when i'm me, wondering listen, do i i'm like you know I'm what's so leggings. crazy you no? are wearing leggings when we go out in leggings and like a, a lot of guys stare like ashley the other day she was like do i have camel toe i'm like no why she's like mad guys keep staring at me i'm like you're like because you're beautiful that's why i'm like no you don't have camel toe like i really look down and my friend of mine has camel toe i'm like well you gotta pull that down I, you know, I don't I, have no problem. Ladies, please email us life and Spanglish podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Tell me about the camel toe because I truly did not know that this was like such a thing until I saw. I mean, I knew of camel toe. Don't get me wrong. I know of camel toe. And I also work out. I'm so hypersensitive to camel toe. I'm I, sorry. I've never been sensitive to it. I feel like if you are out here with camel toe, you are out you're thirsty. here. You're saying yes. you're thirsty. You're sending signals. And I understand. You know, the only camel toe I forgive. Okay. The Levi high-waisted jean camel toe okay. because those jeans kind of like they're like a wedgie fit gotcha so it's like wedgie in the bag wedgie in the front eh, I, I guess i get it those it's old fashion. school 80 jeans kind of like tend to do that but tights and i can see lip one and lip two yeah no honey see i stay away from stuff like that like those naked wardrobe outfits like the midriff you know me i'm I very know. i do not yeah show but you wear yoga midriff. pants and i'll be seeing all the white girls with the yoga pants the I heavy camel toe pants. Don't play. I do wear yoga pants, don't but I don't think I have. But I'm going to be more aware. And then I started researching, and I said, "There's tape for this. Like, why are people so concerned about how showing you, off their what, vaginas?" I just want to know how, what do you do with the tape? Do you tape the lips I guess closed you so tape, it doesn't give you? I have no toe? idea. I, I googled it, and it, saw, it, it, it said Chloe Kardashian and camel toe and tape. Just yeah, do she those has three a, things. Ooh, it's called Cuccini camel See? toe. Thank you. Oh. If you if you have a problem with camel, oh, they have by a way, camel toe a phone pad. Let me look at this. They are not a sponsor. I'm just letting you know. But oh, so, so this is what happens. I can see it now. So you tape a camel toe cover on the front of your vagina. Okay, but then that's gonna hurt if you have hair. That's gonna be an issue if you have. Hair. I I'm guess sorry, you have to have Gabe, a Brazilian to wear this. Your ears are hearing this. Oh, I yeah. apologize. My ears. I know. Yep. I know. He'll These be are fine. Hold on. Let me turn around. Hold, okay, Gabe. Here, this is the camel toe cover. Everyone in the room. It's almost like a panty liner. It looks to me like almost like, like a one of the liner. cups that you wear like when you play baseball. Oh yeah, it's like a cup. I yeah, guess it looks so. like a cup. Oh, like when you play yeah. I am all yeah. for this. I'm sharing this in my story. Okay, go ahead. See, I put you Stop on something me with the your... Cuccini. <laughs> Cuccini. Oh, is that what it's called? The yes, Cuccini. I like that name, Cuccini. The Cuccini. Why don't we think of this first? For I'm real. just learning about cancer. But then again, what you said. If you have hair, what the hell's gonna happen? That is gonna. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna be like. Remember, a 40 year old virgin when he gets his wax. So anyway, ladies, let me know what your thoughts are because I really personally do not pay attention to it. If I see a beautiful woman walking down the street and she's wearing a tight outfit, I don't like go and look directly at her vajay. Can I say this? Like a celebrity came to be interviewed and she came with like red spandex okay. and she had the biggest camel toe I've ever seen. And like she just threw a she threw us all off. Okay. And like you couldn't concentrate at all. <laughs> at all. Like everybody was just like, but did you see the camel toe? But did you see the camel toe? So and then this after was that, like a topic. 
But then after that, we just couldn't focus and couldn't take her serious. And we said, like, did she purposely come here with that big camel toe to, like, throw us off and distract us? Like, did she do it for shock value? Yeah. And we felt like she did. Really? Yes. Well, between you and the Kardashians, I've had my fill of camel toe for the week. I am good to go. I don't think I need any more on this. And now I did want to ask you your thoughts, too. Last week, there was the big news about Gwyneth Paltrow releasing the vagina candle. And there were a bunch of memes. Did you see this vagina no, candle? No. What, what is this? Honey, I, I am schooling you. This is so exciting for me because normally honey's the one that brings everything in. Yeah, for real. What Honey, is this is so it? go to Google Gwyneth Paltrow goop candle vagina. Okay, okay. Goops my vagina. Ooh. With Martha Stewart by I've goops. heard of this. Okay. So I would love to hear from a man what your thoughts are a on... Vagi- this is a vagina-scented candle. The vagina-scented candle. Now, let's That's go ahead. That's not going to work, honey. Okay, because... now read the description of what it says of the vagina-scented candle. On. Let me just go here. The... Is oh, it like... Pineapple scented. I believe it has like citrus. No, I'm serious. I believe it has like a citrus undertone. No, I'm serious. Uh, Honey, these are questions that need to be asked. Uh, For no, these are questions that need to be asked. Is like a pineapple like type of smell or? I don't know, but she says it smells like her vagina. Why would I want to smell her vagina? Paltrow's vagina smells like. See, if you Google Gwyneth Paltrow candle vagina, okay, uh, she has released it, and um, it's through her wellness platform. Oh, I see here. I see here the mix. Okay, so go ahead and read to everybody what the mix is. It's a mix of geranium, citrusy bergamot, Mm -hmm. and cedar. Mm -hmm. uh, What is this? Some rose, some amber seed. This is not what vaginas be smelling like. Exactly. I don't have none of that up there. Exactly. So here's Sounds like the a thing. damn wine to me. <laughs> it's got an undertone of a cedar. Yeah, exactly. So here's my thing. So a lot of people were making these jokes like there were meme ca- memes like of candles like that smell like a vagina. One one guy, I don't know if it was Snoop Dogg, but they opened up a can of tuna and just stuck a, <laughs> a candle in it and said, this is the, the vagina candle. And I was dying. And I wanted to hear your thoughts because here's the thing, though. Okay. Now, here's... Here's where I stand on this. There are a lot of different women. Yes. There are a lot of different shapes, sizes, textures, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, all mm -hmm, different kinds of mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. when it comes to a vagina. Yes. Obviously, there are different scents to a vagina. So was Gwyneth calling attention to this, like basically saying like, oh, this smells wonderful. And like, is she trying to make it better or is she opening up the conversation for people to be critical? I think she's just trolling. I think we haven't heard about Gwyneth Paltrow in a very long time. So this vagina candle got us talking about her all over again. And you think it's a, uh, a ploy for attention? Oh, 100%. 100%. Watch people buy it because of it's the label. It's sold out, by the way. I it's also $75. It's I don't 70... know who's paying $75 for a damn candle. Especially and it's if it a small like... one because I have like a $500 candle in my house that I would never actually light, you know. But, yeah, she's just trolling. There's no way you can make like a candle that smells like a vagina. Everybody smells different. That's what e- I'm even saying. Even considering what you eat, I think, is like reflective of how your vagina smells. 100%. And here's my thing. Okay, so we have some women listen to this podcast mm-hmm. with their young daughters. Yes. And there's something that's really important for women to understand. What you about to say? No, no, no. I, uh, I want I want us to feel comfortable with our bodies. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I want somebody to say, you know what? This is who I am. I am not ashamed of the the shape of my vagina or the way that it looks because mm-hmm. there are different ones. Yeah. So I think it's an important conversation to have with your daughters to let them know, you know what? Everybody is different and that's okay. But I think that like her putting out this, it's like, it's basically, I think it's a ploy. 
Okay, you but it, but I mean? it opened like, up the conversation. It opened up the conversation, and I think that you know, in a male-dominated society, mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to remind young women that they it's okay it is okay it is okay and it's okay to have all different type of sizes and shapes you might have an Audi you might have an innie exactly it doesn't matter which way it is it, it, it all works the same way I love that we chose these topics when we have an intern here and Gabe so. yeah of course <laughs> we have two <laughs> male agent, by the way this is his first day on the job and I was like do you want to come in and listen well, to Life in Spanish we just jumped your ass in I know right welcome oh, to the yeah, squad bro, I know either. I know so now that we've covered all of that was there anything else that you wanted to bring in today I appreciate Pretty much brought everything in that I that I wanted to talk about. We've been, you know, was, this was a wild ride today. It was a wild ride today, but you know what? I feel like we still have some more time. So I did bring in my intern, Ime. Ime, say hello to everybody. Hello. Um, intern Ime, she has a story for us, and uh, maybe we can provide some kind of advice. Okay. okay. I always like that. Get nice and close to the mic so we don't have to raise your volume. Yeah, so it's <laughs> almost like a live salon. She's stepping into the salon. Let's go ahead and welcome press that to the hair. salon. Welcome, Ime. Welcome to the Salon. Okay, so obviously, you know, I'm a young female out in these streets. Okay. Single dating, yes. I guess if you want to call it. So I was talking to a guy, and I like to take everyone for face value. I try not to assume everybody's a liar. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Here so we go. he explained that his living situation was a little like mm, not normal. So I was like, okay, what does that mean? Mm. Basically, he said that he lives with his ex-girlfriend uh, obviously that's, that's a red flag that's a because that sounds like weird why would you live with his ex-girlfriend but then again rent is so expensive that's here what in I was new york say, but okay, continue benefit of the doubt he lives with yeah. the ex-girlfriend maybe it's a monetary thing go ahead so he was like we don't sleep in the same room like we don't really interact with each other we're not together like i just re-signed the lease not too long ago like it's a whole thing so i was like okay that's fine whatever so we were talking for like a month, and we had never met before, and then we had finally Oh, you decided, met online? Yes. Okay. And he told you this online? Yes. Okay, good. At least he's not withholding any information. Well, I, feel I like, like that. he's being honest, even though it's not the best of situations. Exactly. I feel like he's being really forthright with you. Okay. Because all I ask for is open, honest communication. As long as you're truthful from the get, we can work around most things. Okay. So we were talking, and then finally we had decided to meet up, and we was like, okay, great. And it was one day here after work we were going to meet up. And um, like right before I'm about to meet him, he's like, he texts me and he's like, okay, I have to be honest. She's still semi kind of my girlfriend. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Okay. And I'm, I mean, my mind's blown. We're about to meet up in like two hours. You tell me she's your girlfriend. Now, this is the first time you're ever meeting her. Ever meeting. She's kind of still my girlfriend. Okay, okay. I want to hear the whole thing. But now, do you, now here's where I ask do you decide at that point to continue to see this young man? Well, after he says that, he's like, but we can still do whatever if you're down. Oh, so he want to cheat with you. And make me his side piece. Okay. And one of the main things I said to him in the beginning when he told me about his situation was, is she really your ex-girlfriend? Because I don't want any girl rolling up on me talking right. about you're sleeping with my boyfriend. He was yeah. like, no, Hello, it's not Barbara? like that. Hello, Barbara? Shirley. Shirley. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. So... Now I'm it's thrown in my lap. I have to make the decision. Do I maintain my good standing, my values and my morals or do I become this man's side piece? Like mm-hmm. it really is my choice now. Mm-hmm. Like it I'm really the, is your I'm choice. I'm not the fork mm-hmm. in the road. And you I'm know, not even mad at him anymore cuz he already put it on you. The the mind is strong but the body is weak. Ooh. Oh, you went he and fine. saw him. He fine. 
Emay. He fine. You saw him. Let me finish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So, oh, we're not supposed to judge. Go ahead. <laughs> I took the time, like, it took me to get from work home mm-hmm. to decide what I was going to do with myself. Okay. And then, because I was still entertaining the idea, even though I know that is terrible. And then, like, I got home and I was like, if I continue to drive to this man's house that he shares with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. like, what type of person, oh, like, what does that house? say to me Where about was, me? You were going to her house? The, well, you, his yes, house. house. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Where she was at. Probably working. Home. I hate men. Continue. I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, what does that say about me if I actively choose? Because he he's told me. It's not like we hooked up and then he told me afterwards. Correct. So yeah. I'm like, this is on me. I will have the worst karma for the rest of my life if I actively cheat. Mm-hmm. And it, at the end of the day, there's a thousand penises in the world. Yes. And he's probably not going to be my last and he's not worth it. So I decided not to go. Aww, good. And I told him, I was like, you should have been honest from the beginning. I was like, I don't like that you put me in this situation. It's just not going to work. And then I deleted him off of Snapchat and all the other stuff, and I moved on. Lovely. I know. And he must understand there are websites for people that are in relationships and want to cheat, you know? He could have just put that on his profile. Lots of other people put, like, just right. looking for a side piece. Do they it, do? You know what? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, know it'll be in their bio. Yeah, mm. my girlfriend told me that, like, that's a big thing now, that they say, like, you know, um, down to have multiple relationships or um, not into relationships. I'm seeing a lot of people, like, they just put it out there, like, what their game is, basically, like, so that you know what you're getting into. I think it all comes down to self-worth. I really do. I think it comes down to how you feel about yourself, how you can lay with yourself at night in your own thoughts. And I think that you made the right decision because clearly somebody like that doesn't know what they want and you don't want to get wrapped up in that kind of a mess. So I think that you made the right choice in not pursuing that. But I think it was a wise lesson. You know, I think that as you go out there and you date, you're going to meet a lot of different people and you're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs. Thank goodness you didn't kiss this one. But there is there are good men out there. And I don't want this to be a man bashing podcast because no, no. I do believe that there are really good men out there. No, there really are. And, but and you're going to encounter a lot of this while you're looking for him. Yeah. And you don't want to just be the person they call when they want like vagina variety like oh i'm tired right. of messing with my girl Correct. for a week let me call email for that one little yep. variety and then that breaks up their monotony and then he goes back to being you know chill with his girl and on another note it's like i have to commend you on the fact that you decided to step back because i feel like women That's tough women who actively date married men and men in relationship are just as much to blame as the man because you are facilitating the cheating you know what i'm saying it's like if all women put it in their mind like if men are in relationships and men are married they're off limits off limits these guys are not going to be able to be out here being dogs and cheating on their wives and cheating on their if you don't let them in if you don't let them in yeah and i've always said that and everybody's like well you know the problem is your man and you need to check your no, man no no, no 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 i do believe that he has a responsibility if he took a vow or if he's your boyfriend that the Yes, he has responsibility, but she does too. Exactly. Like you if you do. know that he is married and you still pursue it and you still want to carry on a secret relationship, what does that say about you as Correct. a woman? You understand? Absolutely. So I, agree. I commend you. You you held your standards and you didn't become part of the problem that people in relationships are having, which is 
Women don't care. You're married. Tell me what time your wife leaves to work so we That's can fuck on her bed. That's what I was going to say. I think it has to be hard as a single woman, you know, because it's like you do crave or you want that relationship. And she, but she's young, which means a lot of women, a lot of men in her pool mm-hmm. are still young, are Immature. still single, are not married. You know, I, I feel for women in their 30s and their 40s. 40s. That's who I feel for because the pool she is so She don't feel so for you, Emay. No, Emay, you still look, single, single. <laughs> Single, yeah. not married. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You guys are all still out here getting to know each other. Nobody has 10 kids. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. Mm-hmm. It's hard in these streets. It's hard it in these streets, hard, but your age pool is much better than if you were in your 30s or in your 40s. Women in their 40s are screwed. They have to be side pieces, not you. Well, the easy thing is obviously not the right thing here. And you chose to do the hard thing, which is to say no. Because a lot, the easy thing would be like, you know what? Well, I want to get mine, and I don't care. That's his relationship, and that's what a lot of people's mentality that's is. That's what the demon on my shoulder was saying. Was right. Like, well, this is about you. Like that's their problem. Exactly. I, I was. I couldn't believe but like, that that was actually going through my mind. Like obviously, my fine, parents right? have. Child. He, the sad part was he wasn't. That was a. He oh, wasn't. geez. Okay, but, so okay. now he isn't even cute. In my defense, a- though, in my defense, I had been broken up with <laughs> on Tuesday. I had had to dump somebody on Wednesday, and so by Thursday. So how many boyfriends did you have? You I got mean, dumped on Tuesday, on and you dumped somebody on Wednesday. I'm dating, so I like. Okay, this so. is like the new wave of da- dating, though. I this see. This is like I how ju- people date now. I see. Yeah, I juggle at least. Okay, I call it my roster. I usually have a roster of at max five. Because listen, hear me out, hear me but out. But now, can I ask you a personal question? Yes. Are you active with these men? With- no. Oh, okay. So it's a roster of dating. Okay. She's yeah, you're just entertaining like five different people. Exactly. Okay. So okay. entertaining just five different people because you have to assume at least half of them will screw up before you even meet them. So that brings you down to maybe two or three. Well, you see, Carolina, now they date online, which yeah. is different for us. We used to date in person. Like we would Correct. meet somebody, get their number, and then we would date in person. We and you'd have, have to like meet somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You would go on dates. Now you're kind of like cyber dating. Yes. And Got you it. have to, I vet them before I even meet them. So assume I'm down to now two or three. From that two or three, we'll see who rises to the top of that Ooh. pool. And then whoever I'm more interested in or who performs better is who I will meet and put my attention to first. Gotcha. And so that's what was happening. So I had I had been seeing somebody in my roster and it was going great. And then I got broken up with last Tuesday and then I was all sad. That was and a rough day for us it here was, at the uh, KG Morning Carolina. Show. It was, it was a rough morning. I mean, normally this girl comes in, she's like Susie Sunshine. That was like, But luckily you know, she has five other people, you know? Yeah, no, because you know what it is? Like, I do understand why you <laughs> well, do this. Now. It's a pool of people because then that way it's like as they start eliminating, you still have other people that you've started to form a relationship with or a friendship with. Yes. But you still haven't even met them in person, which is just so bizarre to me. <laughs> it really is. Me too. It's like a... Bizarre. Not it, in it our is. world. Before I was with um, my current girlfriend of two years, um, she should not judge me for this, but in before I met her, I had like... I don't. I don't even know. Maybe six cyber hoes. Like no, 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 cyber hoes. Not cyber hoes. Not cyber. Sometimes you just be bored. Sometimes you just be bored. Like when you're single, and then you just go on Tinder or something. Shit, you swipe somebody. Young people use Tinder. You just get bored. You just get bored. Okay. I don't know. And never Tinder was. But then, like, obviously, when I when met I my girl, dating. like, that was all that shit gets us. gets thrown <laughs> out the window. <laughs> you like dump all. You dump all your hoes, and like, you don't talk to no none of those girls. You block them. Like, but then can I ask 
ask you a question. Do you keep this profile while you're still nah, like so? Like if you met the one, like your girlfriend, would yeah. you keep the Tinder profile? Just nah, I feel case? like that's no, that gotta go, Carolina. Nah, that's okay. disrespectful. If we we together together, you don't need that Tinder no more. Like once okay. I started talking, no, to her, I, mean, I was nah, like, I don't want you. I've seen people be like, oh my god, my man was active on Tinder. I'm like, why is this Tinder still open? Yeah, yeah you nah. should. That shouldn't even exist. Nah, so nah, then yeah. you're saying that you see her like reasoning with having like the five different dudes that she's talking to. Yeah, because like that's kind of what you used to do. That's yeah, yeah. And then but then once I once I started talking to my current girlfriend, and I was like, oh, this could be more than that. Like I deleted all that stuff, and then eventually we we got into a full blown relationship. But I, I feel like now I don't know if I could deal if I could deal balance all that in a job. I respect you for that. I couldn't do that. Now. When I was in college, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is easy. This is easy because I'm just in class. I'm like this this class is so easy. I'm just gonna go talk to some people. While I'm waiting to get out. Well, but luckily, you me s- and you, Carolina, don't have to, you know, balance five people I say, on Snapchat. Thank the good Lord I met my husband when I did. Same. Because Mark, to me, and I'm not even saying this to be, like, cheesy or anything, he is the biggest blessing that I've ever received oh, in my life. Oh, that's amazing. And my husband is a blessing, right too. Oh, I love me some Noonie. I he know. He's like so cute. And, tender. you know, we've been together for such a long <laughs> time. So I say all the time, like, honey, if we split, my vagina mileage is low. Okay? Oh Once God. I tell somebody I ain't smashing nobody in like 15 years they're gonna be like oh you're practically a virgin honey seriously with the same dude yeah but yeah it's just you know you're you're giving us like a real life struggle that people are facing while they're dating so i appreciate your honesty but you know thanks for sharing i do think that you made the right decision and i think that maybe it's an eye-opener for you you know i think that maybe next time you're talking to you know some of the guys that like hit you up you want that full transparency and i would expect nothing less hey yeah my I have a new roster. Oh, I, I bounced back. She not quick. finished. She's okay. like, listen, I replaced all of them already. <laughs> I did replace all of them. And one guy was very honest. He's Indian, and we just through conversation. Basically, he told me that, he, you know, his family wants him to settle down with, with an, Indian, an Indian woman and okay. get married. So but he trying to have fun? Basically, he was like, that's who I'm going to marry, but we can have fun until then. And I was like, I can be upset, but I respect the honesty. But I feel like that's lied. okay. I feel like that's okay because what if you just want to have fun? Like, what if you guys are both in that same mentality? Because it's like you're not going to marry everybody that you date. I dated plenty of people, you know, and that's that why I true. think that's part of the experience, too. It's like, But I would be offended, Carolina, if somebody's dating me and they're like, well, you know, I'm never going to marry you because girl, you're not the right race. Honestly, I have to say that's Because then am I a fetish thing. at that point? No, you know what? I wouldn't even I wouldn't even classify it as that. I would just say that maybe somebody wants to have a little fun before they settle down. And if you're in that same mind frame or if you're in that same mode, then then what's the harm in it? You I both guess. have a little bit of fun. You know what I mean? What do you think, Gabe? That was a whole arc on Degrassi back in the day. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm going to bring back Degrassi. There was a, I forgot, what, did you watch Degrassi? I forgot, what was his name, Sav, something like that? He His parents wanted him to marry an Indian girl, but he was in love with um, this white girl who he went to school with. So, like, he would, he would like, fake pump. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think him and the girl had an arrangement where, like, they, like, they pretend for the family, and then he would go see his girl. She would go see her man. Oh, and, then wow. they, and then they would just get together at the family gatherings and just fake pump it for everybody. But that's not unheard of. I, I think a, that's what happened in the show. I could be wrong. I have a friend who's Lebanese, and his parents say they only want him to marry a Lebanese girl. And he and really, he said, do you know how hard it is? He's like, unless you're going to, like, your church or family members or, or you know, you have other family members that hook you up with, like, people that they know or friends, it's a very limited pool. So, you know what? He wants to go out and have fun, and I don't blame him, but eventually it's going to have to come down to if he wants to make his family happy or he falls in love and, and says to his family, 
this is the person that I want to be with and you're going to have to accept it. Good luck. Yeah. The, some it, of these people just be like, absolutely not. I'm not going against my family. It's a very old school it is. way of thinking and it's an old school mentality, but it exists. It, really it does. still does. Right so, here in New York. So you can only imagine how it is in other countries if, if we're still struggling with that. Absolutely. Well, Ime, we wish you luck in your, um, Thanks your for dick excursions. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, you just keep us posted, honey, on the roster, okay? No we say no to side piecing. And I'm proud of you. I will say that. I'm very proud of you. So, you so know, just I. keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. So that was a moment. That was a moment. That was a good salon, though. I love when we do the salon live and in, in the studio. We might have some um, exciting things coming up for you in the salon because oh, yes. we're working on some stuff here. But you yes. know what? Uh, listen, we covered a lot today. We, we covered did. Netflix, uh, cheerleading. Gentrification. Mur murder, cats, vaginas. Other kitty cats. I mean, we just like really covered all the bases in this week's episode <laughs> of Life in Spanglish. And we appreciate you. Please subscribe and like and tell all your friends Life in Spanglish. Honey German, I love doing this show with you. So you do make I. it so worth it. And so do you. Oh, you come up with you. these phrases. I'm like, Carolina, I love <laughs> you. And make sure you give us five stars and leave a review. I yes. love leading, le I'm reading the reviews. We're actually going to be doing a lot more videoing, and some of your reviews are going to be right behind us oh, when cool. we're taping. It's going to be super dope. Oh, tell me what we're doing after we get off of I'm going to show you. Because <laughs> I never know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And don't forget, you can always email us, lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on socials. That's L.I. Spanglish mm -hmm. on everything. Yep, that's right. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.